0: Welcome to No Coast Knitting, where the East Coast meets the West Coast for some Midwest knitting fun. Woohoo! Knit one, purl two.
1: This sweater, my darling. It's your besties, Katie and Liz. We're back to bring you a very long-awaited episode from our podcast, No Coast Knitting. Yes. We'd like to thank our faithful and loyal listeners, and welcome any new listeners that may just be checking out our podcast for the first time.
0: Welcome. Hello.
1: Hello. It's been a month since we have recorded. Uh, I've been kind of busy a little bit. And we're glad to be back and to bring you another episode of No Coast Knitting. We do want to tell you, though, um, that we are here with our normal stuff, our normal features like knit keeping, the stuff that we're lusting after, patterns, that kind of stuff. Right. But we are saying goodbye to our special topic of interest
0: but we have a new one kind of.
1: We do. So um, one of the new features that we have on the podcast is our uh Netflix and Chill. So yeah. things that we're watching on Netflix or just Prime. Prime. Yeah. I
0: don't have regular TV
1: anymore. Either do I. Yeah. Just what, while we are knitting. So I'm a little rusty, so bear with me. The yeah, spin-off. I am too. Oh my gosh, it's been a month, yeah. so hang in there. Yeah. Do you want to do the
0: knit keeping? You type that one up, so it looks good. I'll awesome. just let you do all of it. I'll just yeah. sit back. You have
1: to raise your voice, though, okay. a little bit, because you're, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I right.
0: have a tiny voice. Sorry, people.
1: <laughs> uh, I have a big voice because I have a big body and a big personality, it's always and it's just big, raw. Baby.
0: <laughs> Rawr.
1: So knit keeping uh, Stitch Together is closed or brick and mortar, um, which means that Kiana and crew will focus on more mind-blowing colorways in the future. This yarn store has been a favorite in the area because of its hipstery, wonderful spot, close to coffee shops and really nice eateries. Um, and I'm sad to see it go, but we're happy to see that it existed. Now this doesn't mean that Stitch Together. Is totally done. Right. Kiana just closed down the store to focus exclusively on dyeing, because that brand is fucking blowing up. It is. You know. And so
0: she has. They still have their webs. Their websites is. Uh, what is it called? StitchTogether.com. Or is there something else in the? I'm title? not sure. Yeah. If you just type StitchTogether,
1: you'll Can- you'll pr- find it. So they do have a Facebook group that um, Marcy is moderating, so you can join that. Just look under Facebook, um, the search bar, the group Stitch Together, and check that out there. Prairie Yarn Over is the group to join this summer. They have so many different meetups. I know that they've had meetups on Thursdays, that they recently had a party, uh, That and they're very involved friendly group of folks that are in the local area. Unfortunately, my life has been kind of tumultuous this summer. It's been kind of a a summer of lots of different changes. So I have not been able to go to their groups, but I'm looking forward to eventually, sometime soon, going to Thursday. I work when they meet. Um, They
0: meet Thursdays at Cafe Muse.
1: In North Liberty, I yes. believe.
0: But they do meet once a su- one Sunday a month at, at uh, HOMAC?
1: I believe so. Yeah. And then also, I think that for a while, they're also in the North Liberty uh, Public Library. Are they so. still there? I think that they alternate there. All right. Uh, that's, well, yeah, yeah. They,
0: they have a website. Well, they have a Facebook page, too. And they have a Ravelry group.
1: Yeah. So the um, crochet and knit calendar, the Iowa Woolfest happened this summer. That was a while ago, right? That happened in June. I think so. Is that the one in Adele? In Ames or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, just to add this in there, the Iowa State Fair. I know a lot of knitters are um, submitting their work to the Iowa State Fair. Not Um, I yeah that's a that's an investment of time like props to the folks that do that yeah the year the years in the past where i've gone to the iowa state fair i really appreciate the fiber gallery that they have because they have so many really interesting uh knitted items that people do submit for um judging and it's i i like seeing that
0: do they do they do any 3d stuff
1: like dolls yeah oh yeah yeah all right cool yeah and then they have like a quilting area and um yeah it's been it's something cool i i kind of want to go to the iowa state fair this year i am on a diet so i probably won't be able to eat anything there maybe
0: i'll go with you
1: I think it's a good it's just yeah, a Yeah
0: yeah, I'd like to go see all the knitting stuff. But aren't I in Philly at that point?
1: I'm not sure yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see. All right. And what else? Oh, uh Stitches Midwest is going on soon. It's either this weekend or next weekend. I haven't really kept up with the calendar, so and that's we're something. missing that one. Yep, that's in ah. Schaumburg Illinois. Um, yeah. that's another one that we're missing this year, but maybe oh we always say that. Maybe next year. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because you might not be here I next know. year. Rad. So, I think that's all the knit keeping that we have um, for right now. Let's move on to the next segment of, of what's on and off our needles.
0: All right. Go ahead. You all want right. You roll.
1: I sure am. So, what's off my needles? I finished, uh, rose, I finished a pair of Rose Garden socks recently. This was with West Yorkshire Spinner Sock Yarn that I've been using. The um, Is that aquamarine blue? So nope, that this is, I finished these before I started those. So I finished, they are light pink and white and they have a pink heel and a pink, I'll just pull them out of my drawer, a oh, pink right. heel and a, and a pink um, toe and a pink cuff. Yeah. So the colorway is called uh, English Rose. So I was very happy. I bought this uh, when I got back from England in April. I bought it online uh, just because I wanted something a little bit Englishy to remind me of my my amazing trip. Yeah. Those are pretty. Then I also finished a pair of socks using the pattern Monkey by Cookie A. This is a very popular pattern. The pattern is very intuitive after you get the the hang of it, the gist of it. I used a yarn by the uh, No Longer, I don't think that, oh they are, um, the Sanguine Gri- Griffin yarn Buga. Um Bugga I don't think is a... Um, base that they use anymore but i could be wrong so and this had 80 percent merino 20 percent cashmere or something like that so um it was a definitely a stash dive and i finished those with just a little itty bit left so
0: which ones were they i can't you've been you've been doing socks this whole summer yeah
1: so these are the aquamarine ones okay. that i just finished just finished right yep.
0: those are pretty too
1: so and then right now I'm working on another pair of socks um, with the West Yorkshire spinner yarn again And I'm just kind of enjoying mindless sock knitting. I'm gonna have a lot of socks come fall and winter I'm happy about that.
0: I like their colorways. hmm So all oh right. It's my turn, right? Yeah. Okay uh, What's on my needles? Uh, the sweater I mentioned before Fern and feather I Don't want to touch it it has been so. It's nice this week, but it has been so hot that that Yoss Yarn is very warm. So having it on my lap, it was just really uncomfortable. So that's been put away for now. What uh, what else is oh I'm I'm right now because it's so light. I'm back on my um, sock yarn blanket using all my stash yarn. What's off my needles is a shawl. Uh, use the Knit Circus yarn. The gradient line is called What Happen, What Happens at Knit Night, Stays, stays at, at it, something like that. Yeah. What Happens at Knit Night, something like that. It's 100% merino, really soft. It is a couple different shades of gray, going from a you know medium pale to a little darker. Not charcoal. Doesn't get that dark. And then the rose color parts, it's kind of like a dark pink up to a burgundy. Really gorgeous, but I think I needed two balls of that, because it's kind of small. Mm. So I haven't blocked it yet, so we'll see how that turns out. I do like the shawl pattern, I wish I, I couldn't find the pattern last night, I was looking for it, so I don't have the name. Uh, I'll get the name and put it on our uh, Facebook page. Um, And let's see. Oh, yeah, I I finished a a cowl that I started back in February using the fiber company Acadia Yarn. And where'd you buy that yarn from? I bought that in California, Long Beach. Name of the shop is...
1: The Alamitos Bay Yarn Company. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Nice shop. And let's see. Oh, I finished another pair of socks that need to be blocked. I'll talk about those another time because I don't have the uh, the name of the yarn. I, I've mentioned this yarn before. It's it's in one of our previous podcasts. It's it's such a beautiful yarn. But let's see, as soon to be on my needles after I finish the Burned Feather sweater will be the Winterfell, I think I pronounced that right, sweater by Skein Deer Knits. That's another color work sweater I bought, oh, what's the name of that yarn? I got it at um, Madison Sh- Yarn Shop, Verona Yarn Shop. The Salsier. The Salsier. I can't remember anything today. And the yarn is—I can't remember the yarn. I'll put that in the notes too. Isn't it
1: Lopi? The release? Let Lopi. Thank you. It's
0: Let Lopi. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I bought charcoal gray, and then two accent colors—a cr- cream color and kind of a uh, aqua marine color, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be a really pretty accent. So yeah, that's what's on and off my needles. So what yarns are you lusting after, Katie?
1: So the yarns that I'm lusting after right now, um, I'm looking at a yarn called by uh, called beehive yarns and there is a rockabilly knitter that I follow on Instagram and she does some pretty cool stuff. She's very 50s, 60s kind of looking and one of the things that I'm looking at right now um, which is sold out is um, their atomic base. It's called atomic flamingo and it's DK. And it is in the colorway of, called Dolly, which Mm. of course is Dolly Parton, you know. um, It's sold out. Yeah. So this is a aquamarine color with bits of fuchsia and brown and black. And it's a really interesting speckled kind of color. I'm really fascinated sort of like with this retro knitting Praise what I'm seeing right now. I'm seeing a lot of like little tiny sweaters, like uh, capped off sweaters. Oh, and cropped. Th- yeah, yeah. And sort of like fitted. 50s, 60s kind of. Yeah. And um, I think this is like a really cool yarn dyer, independent yarn dyer that's making some interesting yarns to honor that sort of subculture of, of rockabilly folks another yarn that i'm lusting after is by independent yarn dyer called the golden pearls <laughs> and I they, it. they have an etsy shop as well and i'm just looking at their uh website right now i was kind of zoning out um just a little bit a while ago looking at all of the different colors that they have and this is really a company or an independent dyer that uh, tries to incorporate everything Golden Girls into their yarn. So some of their colorways are called Back in St. Olaf, Must You Always Be So Cheerful on the Lanai, Um, Picture It in Sicily. Yeah, there's all of these great colorways that they have. Uh, One of the colorways that I'm really looking at right now is called uh, I'll Get the Cheesecake. If you watch the Golden Girls, you know that this is a uh, very iconic moment in the series where shit has hit the fan. There's drama it, between the four ladies and that they all meet into the kitchen. They all meet, they go into the kitchen, they get the cheesecake, you know. Who the, says, I'll
0: get the cheesecake, Betty White?
1: Uh, Everybody, you know, oh, yeah. I'll get the cheesecake, you know. It's just like a, um, yeah, it's just a... Just a phrase that gets, that gets shared amongst the ladies. So, right. <laughs> so the description says this is our this is our take on I'll get the cheesecake. Each uh, skein has a cheesecake and a graham cracker crust base with a delectable flavor on top. So they have different flavors. So I guess guess um, it's dyed different ways. Um, so there's raspberry um, is what is the color that I'm looking at. And I think that this is a really interesting yarn, and I love the logo for this company too. It's... <laughs> it is Sophia dressed up. It's uh, an image of a lamb that that is styled like Sophia. Where do you see that? On the Etsy page. Yeah, I'm on it. Like... Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Yeah. So... Liz, what yarns are you lusting after?
0: I'm lusting after my own right now because I am trying not to buy anything at the moment. I've had so much yarn that I've bought over the year Since we started this podcast, mm-hmm. I've been buying more yarn, especially more sock yarn. So this podcast is really bad for the wallet. <laughs> but since I'm traveling to Philly soon... I will be going to a couple of new yarn shops, one's in Havertown, Pennsylvania called Needle Me, and the other is in Philly, around Tenth and Pine, I think, for anyone who knows Philadelphia, called Yarnphobia, or Yarnphoria, not phobia, Jesus, <laughs> Yarnphoria. Uh, there are others out there, I'm not sure if I'll be able to make all of them, but definitely want to go to these two. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, I can't guarantee that I'm going to walk out with nothing in my hands. Right. Because, you know, you gotta you got to get something. Um, but, yeah, I'm just... When I'm watching my YouTube or whatever, or doing my exercises in my little room, I just look at my yarn, and I lust after it. Aww. Yeah, that's cheap. It's a cheap way to do it. I like <laughs> that. Yeah, like that's... that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so... That's all I have for that. How about supplies? What are you lusting after?
1: So for supplies that I'm lusting after, um, there is a, of course I'm lusting after bags. There is a bag by Knit Spin Quilt, her Etsy shop, and she has a Women of Computer Science bag. It is a box bag that I really uh, find handy for knitting because of the... The box shape is easy to transport into stuff in a different place. Yeah, it, it's just... To me, a box bag works a lot better oh, than, a, than a wedge bag. Yeah. So, I like this fabric for a lot of reasons. One is that it's uh, women in computer science. So, there's a picture of Hedy Lamar that where she's very seductively standing on a podium. And um, there's also an image... Uh, Let me just see here. Oh, Ada Lovelace and uh, the uh, Lovelace and um, Babbage's machine, uh, difference machine, which was considered the first uh, computer or the earliest sort of uh, calculating machine. Cool. Yeah. May I ask a question? Sure.
0: These Doctor Who-inspired snap top project bag. Is it just the fabric that's six fifty or the bag is six fifty?
1: I don't see that one, so if you can send that to me I can Yeah, it's it's right on their page on the
0: craft it's it's just a really good price. Select an option. Oh I can oh I see. Needle cozy only is six fifty. Snap top bag only is twenty three and snap top bag and cozy
1: twenty eight. Alright, I got it. That's cute. Yeah. Another bag that I'm looking at right now is um, a Star Trek bag. Um, I'm going to open the link to this. So this is sold out. This is from Crafty Like a Monkey. They do a lot of, like, nerd um, and geek-inspired knitting accoutrements that I'm really into. They have uh, sets that – the set that Liz was just talking about, the Doctor Who-inspired snap-top project bag – and, uh, yeah, so I like that you can buy, like, an entire a, an entire matching set Yeah. there. So I like
0: that. I like their camper trailer one, too. That's really cute with all the old school campers.
1: Yeah, their stitch markers look like they're pretty fun, too. Like, they have different, they have jewelry and all kinds of things that are, that's on their webpage. It looks like they have a ready-to-ship project bag uh, section as well, um, which is kind of handy in the event that you have somebody's birthday or something coming up. Sometimes it's hard when you order, you know, a project bag. You don't want to wait forever and have them miss, like, the birthday or the holiday. Right. Also, they have Shark Week bags right now, so I know a lot of folks are into Shark Week. Um, so lots of Jaws bags, donuts, I Star watch, Trek. I
0: watch Jaws the other night. Really? It's been a, a while since I, I watched it. And I still cringe at when oh. the, that poor old salty fisher dude gets it at the end. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, those are the
0: um, things that I'm lusting after. What about you, Liz? Oh, let me get back to my page. I marked that as a favorite. Uh, well, I bought, and I see Chow Goo Circular Needle. Chia Goo? I, they, I, I looked it up on because i Uh, wasn't sure how to pronounce it right so this woman called them Uh and asked them how do you pronounce it chow Gu. no kidding that's why i have it in parentheses yeah so but yeah i would say chia goo anyway i bought those at knit circus when i was when i bought the yarn for the shawl and i hesitated because they're stainless steel i'm not the biggest fan of adding needles uh, the salesperson told me they aren't as slippery, and they aren't, which there's, there is a little bit of a grip to them, mm-hmm. which is kind of bizarre. But, you know, they're, th- uh, they're smooth. But, yeah, I had no problem with them. No, nothing was slipping off, slipping or sliding. So I lusted after. I didn't really lust after them, but I'm lusting after the fact. How's that? That sounds great. <laughs> but that's it for supplies for me. I don't, yeah, I'm not really looking at anything else. Although I did get a really cute stitch marker with my initial on it. Oh. Yeah, I like that. So what I'm using it for is to let me know when I'm working on the front of, I'm using it for my um, uh, sock yarn, sock yarn blanket to let me know which is the front, I mean I could tell which is the front, but it, you know, this is a lazy way to do it and I like it. And I get to use my stitch marker. So there. <laughs> 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 so, patterns we're casing out. I have here a tunic by Church Mouse Yarns. Uh, this pattern comes in eight sizes and four lengths, so cropped, hip, tunic, and dress. And. Not really sure if I'm ever going to make it, but I really think it is cute and worth looking at, especially since it comes in so many sizes, you know, for so many different body shapes. It looks really comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, wear it with a nice t-shirt underneath, or if you want, you don't really have to at all if you don't want. Let's see. And then another church mouse classic pattern called twice reversible ribbed poncho. They described this as having two right size and added a hybrid craft, graft, sorry, graft slash seam for reversibility. I thought this pattern, or I, I'm sorry, I bought this pattern a year ago and I haven't done anything with it. Uh, it's really pretty, looks pr- uh, relatively easy to do, but it is at the bottom of my queue at this point. Oh, and as far as the yarn goes, uh, there's a worsted weight version and a chunky weight version, and they are using in their uh, pattern barocco ultra alpaca. Mm. Yeah, I've never tried their alpaca.
1: I squeezed it before Yeah, and it's I mean it's pretty delicious it has yeah. Squeezability. yeah, it does <laughs> Nice What about patterns for you Katie? So I'm looking ahead right now I'm looking at uh, things that are gonna keep me warm as I'm walking to the university so I'm looking at thrummed mittens. I've made thrummed mittens before, and they're kind of a hassle, but they're also kind of fun. The premise behind thrummed mittens is that you uh, knit a mitten, but then uh, in, you stop intermittently and take out a piece of fiber, of roving, uh, that you have broken off and sectioned into like a little, um, just just a little piece, mm-hmm. and then you uh knitted into the the uh fabric, yeah, so it's
0: fun to do. It is a little bit of uh, it's it's time consuming, but it is fun to do.
1: I love uh the thra mittens that I've knitted in the past, unfortunately, i can't find them they're probably um languishing somewhere in my ex's house no. um so they're, um, but they're definitely nice and fleecy and they're a more ethical way to have like, uh, Uggs for your hands. Cause you know how Uggs has that fleece lining? Yeah. Um, this is like a more ethical way of, um, yeah. having fleece lining material. Another thing that I'm looking at is a planner cover, uh, which looks like just like your basic on the bias, uh, knitted, uh, book sleeve. I like that you know that knitting can be sort of utilitarian and that you can knit different covers for it for 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 different things, you know. You have your scarf, you have your hat, you have your mittens, then you open up your book bag and you know you have like a a book cover that's knitted in there too. I so I like that idea. Yeah, I think that's uh it's just like a nice little reminder. We to used have. to
0: have we used to have to cover our textbooks with well we used shop uh Brown shopping mm-hmm. bags, yeah, from, from either A&P or the Acme. It was quite a gift to get it down. Didn't have to use tape. Wow. Yeah.
1: We used tape. Yeah. yeah.
0: We had a, a way, the nun showed us a way to fold them, like like a bed almost, and then tuck them in. Yep, we didn't have wow. to use any tape. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Such talent. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're going to um, introduce our new segment, Knit so what we're watching while we're knitting. I uh, wrote the notes for this a while ago, so I have binged through everything that I've mentioned here, which is I binged through Westworld. Mm-hmm. I was really into uh, cyborgs and AI in a Western theme. I did binge through a few seasons of The Simpsons, old seasons. And right now I'm just watching Brit Box pretty religiously. I've watched some of the old Doctor Who episodes, some of the new Doctor Who episodes. And I'm also watching The Village right now. That's um, one on BritBox. Yeah, so I've been enjoying um, some some downtime watching that. So yeah, Liz, what are you knitting and watching?
0: Well, I well same thing. I, I typed these up a while back, so I finished all season two of The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. And I really did like it. It was intense. They they went off the book. Starting with season two, I guess, right? Yep. They, they stopped following the book. They had to, at some point. Not sure I... Lo- did you see it all? Yep. What did you think of the very last scene? I wasn't crazy. About, I mean, we won't... There are no spoil. You know, we're not going to spoil anything. But just, what were your feelings on it? Predictable. Yeah, I guess so. It was predictable. And I just... I don't know. It's like, come on, man. Just go. <laughs> I mean, stay. I mean, I don't know. No spoilers.
1: <laughs> yeah, just spoiled it. Anyways.
0: <laughs> they don't know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. just dumb. But, yeah, I'm excited for season three. Then I watched all of Goliath on Prime uh, with Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, two seasons so far. First season, I re- I enjoyed a lot. I when I watched the first episode, I was like, I was kind of lukewarm about it, and started watching other things, and I went back to it, and it finally got me.
1: hmm
0: And then the second season, even though it got fewer stars in the first season, I don't, you know, ratings, but I really liked it. I thought it was really intense. Much more, there there are some surprising scenes in it where you're like, oh my god! <laughs> And let's see. Oh, yeah, and then I just watch some mindless stuff on YouTube. You know, you can't help but watch mindless stuff on that. Yeah, the... uh, I don't watch any pimple-popping videos, no matter what Katie will say. I didn't say anything. (laughs) I didn't say anything. Uh, And then, of course, uh, Graham Norton clips. I think I've watched all of him. He is just hysterical. Uh, Right now I cancel Netflix, um, but I will... Once my favorites come back, I will buy it again, tune in again. I don't think The Crown has started yet.
1: Yeah, I heard The Crown was addicting.
0: Yeah, it is. At first you're thinking, oh, is this going to be any good? Uh, but it really is. It's, it's. yeah, I don't, and I like the, you know, they have to, obviously they're going to have to change car- the, the people who play the queen as she gets older. I don't remember the new person's name who's going to be playing the queen for season three, but I do like her. She's in uh, Broadchurch, which is a show I really like. Hmm. She and uh, David Tippett, he was a Doctor Who. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's his last name. No, it's not. I don't know what it is. But anyway, um, I'm looking forward to that. So that's it for me. I think we're pretty much done with this episode aren't we
1: yeah before we go i do want to uh give a couple shout outs to some of the yarn stores that i went to um over the past month so i do want to say thank you so much to uh the knitting post in santa clara utah they have some great fiber and yarn there um if you are in the southern utah area I purchased some local hand dyed yarn from them uh, called Hole in the Wool. And the shop owner was really nice and friendly. And uh, she has a cute little dachshund, or little, yeah, dachshund. Dachshund? Yeah, Yeah. dachshund. Sorry, that's not how you pronounce it. Yeah.
0: I've never heard that.
1: I like it. Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) right. That's how it's spelled. D.A.S.H.N. Yeah. Dachshund. Dachshund. And then I also bought some uh, self-striping yarn from Regina, and it's in sort of like a mountain man kind of colors that I'm really into. And, yeah, so when I went to southern Utah, I visited that yarn store. Really great, and, um, you know, definitely if you're in that area, support your local yarn stores, even though it is was like 107 degrees. Oh man. I was buying wool there. <laughs> mm. Another yarn store that I wanted to give a shout out to was a cowgirl yarn store in Laramie. Oh Laramie. Wyoming. Yeah. This yarn store is really cute. They had such a big selection of yarn it was like a department store of yarn and they had a lot they had a whole wall of just local yarn i was able to get um a souvenir yarn which liz did you take it off my bed no i don't trust you (laughs) for one minute so i got uh some yarn i bought this yarn from cowgirl yarns it's called mountain meadow wool and it's made in the usa in buffalo wyoming And it has 25% hand-pulled bison from Durham Ranch, Wyoming. Cool. And 75% mountain merino from Camino Ranch, Wyoming. Sweet. Yeah, so Cowgirl Yarn, if you are in Laramie, Wyoming, uh, definitely stop there. The shop owner, once again... Really kind, showed me around, gave me like the lay of the land there, and then also took me downstairs to their dye weaving instruction area. That's wow. really big in the basement. Nice. Yeah, and they had like standing looms, and oh, it was nice. really, really wonderfully. the The top floor was really wonderfully um, decorated and arranged, and I really liked this. When I did purchase my yarn there, I got a little cowgirl stitch marker for free. Oh, yeah. And a little, like, cowgirl yarns, like, button. So, yeah. I really like this place. If you are in Laramie, Wyoming, definitely stop. Shop people are really nice there. They told me where to go get lunch, what to go see. They're they're fantastic. So, um, I just wanted to give a shout-out to those two LYS's. Did you see any in uh, Colorado? In Colorado, I didn't. It was too, yeah.
0: Too out of the way for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, driving in Colorado is hell.
0: Yeah, it's challenging.
1: Yeah, like everything is fine until you get to Denver. Mm-hmm. And then after Denver, the the fun really begins where it's <laughs> like, okay, is my car overheating? Is my battery yeah. going to die? <laughs> Are my brakes on fire? H- how come this truck is going 10 miles an hour you know oh yeah it was just hell I just wanted to get out of the mountains yeah but (laughs) then coming through northern Utah or from from northern Utah Utah, into like coming from Colorado into Utah yeah the the terrain was still very much there so many mountains and inclines and it was just yeah so beautiful too Beautiful, but scarier than shit if you're driving alone in your car, and you're just like, "Oh, look at that, ah! Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah, when Dave and I were going through Colorado, he was driving, I think, and yeah, he's a rubbernecker, and it's, Ooh. yeah, it can be a little scary.
1: Yeah, the scariest part about those turns is, like, how there's not a, there's not a wall protecting you uh-uh. from the, yeah. And you look down, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so... All right. Well, awesome. Thank you so much, folks, for listening to us. Um, thank you for our to our return listeners, and thank you for our new listeners for uh, listening to us and sticking it throughout the podcast.
0: Yeah, hopefully. We are a little rusty, but uh,
1: hopefully we won't be as long next time. Yeah, check us out on Twitter, yep. on the Instagram. Yep. Do we have the Facebook too? Yeah, we have Facebook for the uh, notes, the show oh, okay. notes. Yeah,
0: and then our email is um, no coast knitting at no coast knitting at gmail.com. and uh, the Twitter and Instagram it's it's no coast knitting. You'll find us. Please look for us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: sweater, my darling